0: Hi, friends. I'm Rebecca Lindhout.
1: And I'm Amanda Martinson. And welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. And we're here physically.
0: <laughs> That's about all I can
1: say on this day. And if you could see us, you would see that we are, um, I'm going to use the word disheveled. <laughs> yes. That's the way I feel. We are a motley crew. <laughs> I've got, we both have our hair in ponytails today, which should tell anybody anything. <laughs> mm. That means we are, we are on the, the not care hair train today and yeah, it has, it's been a while since uh, we have been with you friends. And listen, I feel like I want to make a disclaimer up front. I know we talked about this before. I want to make a disclaimer that we do not forget about y'all. <laughs> we love you. We're so thankful that you listen. What happens, and we're going to tell you all the rundown of all the things that have been happening, because I feel like we need to tell you when we're not showing up with you here on the podcast, what we are doing, because it is um, so many things, so many good things. Um, but we, uh, we do this podcast as a part of, our, you know, our, our ministry jobs and as, you know, as, as, a you know, uh, something we both love and enjoy. But um, what happens is our other, our full-time jobs take us away so much from, all the things we're doing and the events and all that, and we'll tell you all about all the things in a minute. But um yeah, we it, all it, the things. it's things because it <laughs> we've had a lot of things happening, exciting things, but um it, it's hard for us to um schedule wise sit down with one another sometimes and and kind of uh meet up here. But man, we do love it when we get to meet up here. So I'm we're glad to be back with you today. <laughs> um,
0: I'm so t- so so excited to talk to you, Amanda. I am still in favor of, we are moving offices and Amanda and I will share a wall and I truly feel like we need to cut a little pass through between our offices so we can share uh, words and
1: snacks. Almost like a doggy door, but up high. we passed through we the funny thing is we our offices are not that far from each other now but we don't share a wall and so we're yeah so we are um we are in the process of moving offices and listen if you've moved a house um you know the stress and the time and the amount of stuff that you accumulate when you move you moved how many years was that since y'all bought when you bought your house last april okay that's what I was thinking I was thinking it was last year time flies so much it's hard to keep up but I mean you think and that Probably was such time, a flies. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun right um you remember how stre- that was stressful on y'all to me mo- I mean moving is stressful I mean there's no way around just, it
0: where did all the things come from because I know that I never bought like at least 30 of the you know 75 just boxes of pure junk mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. buy that Mm-hmm. It just That's not
1: up. my kids college education. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, we so we're we're moving. Uh, so you'll hear this um, in October. We are moving offices in November. Um, right now, our offices are located in Raleigh. We're moving uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. So for those of you that are listening from North Carolina. Um, we'll give you more of a visual and we are moving our offices uh, to carry. and so um, it's just like a house I feel like it's just different things but it's like a house and so we have spent months purging things and we have found some treasures um, mm-hmm. I'm going to use the word treasures um, as we have gone through everything here in the office I mean we've got uh, you know, we we house a lot of things here in the WME office. Like we've got missionary artifacts. We've got all kinds of like really cool things. And then we've got things where I was like, where did this even come from?
0: I was a real proponent for saving those VHS cassettes.
1: Is it a kind of cassette or, or,
0: or VHS tape?
1: Yes. I when Those we are had, treasures. You know, I found a bunch more of, um, there was uh, like, yeah, the cassette. I found some more cassettes the other day and I was like, what? what treasures are on this cassette tape because that just it just took me back which I mean you know some most people I mean especially if they're younger nowadays would be like what what in the world like why would you have that so, you remember how we used to have to wind the cassette tape and especially if you wanted to record something it was a whole ordeal to record something on a cassette a thing. Tape. It, was it was a, a thing. thing
0: and they would get twisted and you would have to pull it all out yes. and wind it with your finger. oh yes. man just
1: to get yes. that Tom Petty song yep in the right place and you better not miss it (laughs) because it's not gonna come back around (laughs) running from
0: the other room when you hear it on the radio i'm old yes
1: Oh, (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah it's and you know it's it's good things like we were super excited to be moving um you know, I think anytime you're in a transition, whether it's, you know, you're moving or it's a different life transition, like it, it's a bit stressful. There's a lot of work going into it. We've had some wonderful volunteers who've come up here to help us, you know, pack some things and all that. But um, right now we're like half in, half out almost because we're living a lot of, you know, a lot of things are packed. Um, you and I agreed we were leaving our offices until the very last thing because we didn't want to look at a bland wall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we, I can't. Yeah and
0: pictures so if i don't have my giant calendar beside me too my whole world is lost
1: Yes, yeah. y'all,
0: yeah. you don't even know the size of my calendar it's like a what like five by three by five
1: foot it takes up <laughs> most of your wall it, it takes up most of your wall yeah it
0: does because a i'm blind and b i'm forgetful <laughs> so um i just have to have it right there in my face so i cannot tell people oh i didn't know or i didn't remember because it is literally in ginormous squares
1: on my on my wall yeah it's I, I feel like I need to get me one when we move I need I need a, I need a bigger uh I need a bigger calendar like that so um but it yeah so we're we're in a bit of a transition time here um we've got that going on um which we like I said we're excited about but on top of what we normally do in our ministry programs and all of that and um, as we record right this moment, we are waiting any moment for the Lottie Moon Christmas offering to uh, be delivered here to our office. Um, and
0: Amanda, why don't you tell some of the folks that maybe don't know what Lottie Moon is? I'm just going to throw that out and to your court, and you you share with them what Lottie Moon offering is.
1: I'll be glad to. And while we're at it, what are you what are you doing with? I, w- I wish y'all could um, see what she's doing. You look like you're putting like a breathe right strip on you. No, you know the
0: ADHD kid in me is. I've got like a breathe. <laughs> Tie here. I don't yeah. even know where it came from. I,
1: I was, um, I was thinking that <laughs> I putting it on my nose. What that was? um <laughs> <Okay>. I, <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish I could see her. I, I, I wish, I wish you could. uh I wish you could see, see her. Um, and all
0: my glory. Yeah, <laughs> all my glory. <laughs>
1: yeah this is what this is why she's fun this is why she's fun for. work because you just never know you just, you just... <laughs> oh
0: gosh the guy Mr. J who was helping us move yesterday at the Baptist building we were uh we were getting into shenanigans with these desks and dollies and um after nearly smashing my fingers off my my hand, I said, Jay. I feel like this is a Jesus take take the wheel day. And I said, Let me just be honest. If it wasn't a Jesus take the wheel day for me, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't end in why.
1: <laughs> We've been having a lot of those days, have we not? Uh, yeah, but yeah. So let me tell you about Lottie Moon Christmas offering. So, um, you know, we do, uh, we do several offerings throughout the year. The Lottie Moon Christmas offering, of course you'll guess by the title. Um, We'll put a link in the show notes too um, so you can read a little bit more about it. Um, But this is the time of year where we really start to focus on what we call like uh, foreign missions, right? So um, Lottie Moon, if you don't know, um, and like I said, we'll put a link here for you to be able to read her. Lottie Moon was um, a Southern Baptist missionary to China um, in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And so um, she uh, really made history for a lot of reasons, but one being... um, just uh, the fact that as as a woman that she went over to China in order to spread the gospel in order to witness to lost people and so um, part as a single woman exactly and so part of really while we celebrate her like I said for many reasons but one of which is that she really pushed um, for funding for missionaries at that time and so um, you have to go back that many years to see you know the funding and the support for missionaries looks a lot differently than it does now. So Lottie really pushed for that to happen. And so she, Wrote letters, and she really requested for churches and uh, all to be supportive of missionaries, and so that's why we call it the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering because now churches all over um, take up that offering in order for it to go um, back to the International Mission Board for the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering. So that's supporting your um, your missionaries. Um, The
0: interesting thing about Lottie Moon too is that I think she came; her sister went to China first,
1: yeah, mm -hmm. and
0: um, basically had a nervous breakdown. And um so Lottie went to serve alongside her sister and and provide help for her. Mm-hmm. And I think that just the sheer enormity of the lostness in China um was so overwhelming to her. And that's why the letters came because mm-hmm. the lostness was so great. And um and the poverty was so great yes. as well that um she she literally gave her food away. Yes.
1: She starved um, so herself. That,
0: yeah. That's yeah. kind of the the tragic end of her story. She got very very ill and yeah. Yeah. um died on her way home from China to get medical assistance.
1: Yes. Right at Christmas. Much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's why um but um it's a really important offering um and we we love being able to spread the word about that offering and and so if your church happens to take up that offering thank you so much. That's a big help and um And if you're trying to,
0: I think it's like like, um, 3,600 missionaries through the IMB, and then through NAM, it's like another mm -hmm. 5,000, something like that. The numbers are actually lower than I I thought. And and when you think about in terms of like around 250 million lost souls in the world, Mm -hmm. um, we are just, it's just a drop in the bucket. And, um, you know, the, the, the greater our generosity, the more people can, can hit the field mm-hmm.
1: running. So that is our, that is the goal with Lottie Moon. Mm-hmm. And, and to know that you're, you're not just covering um their ministry cost, which in, in and of itself is huge. Um, but you're also covering things like their health care. So when they're overseas in different countries and, um, you know, they have a health issue, they have something, you know, come up, they need something, uh, you know, given to them here from the States. All of that is covered. Um, their ministry training, all of that is covered in the Lottie Man Christmas offering. So um, so all that is saying, we are waiting any time for that to come and we will be unloading that and getting that out to churches and um, so you know, the fall the fall is a busy time. I you know it I feel like it's busy for you know a lot of reasons, but um, just a lot of things going on. So I actually backtracked to think about so the last episode that we had go out here was I' think the end of July. Um, and from there it was like hit the ground running. and I think we said we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and here we are it's October. Yeah, we're such liars. <laughs> Please do forgive us, and we thank you for your grace. <laughs> But I think when you'll hear what we've been doing, you'll understand why it's been harder for us to maybe show up in this space a little bit. Um, Let's backtrack and let's start with, um, and you catch me if I'm missing something, uh, Military Wives Retreat. Tell them a little bit about what that is. And for anybody listening that doesn't know what that is, why they would want to be a part of that next year.
0: So our Military Wives Retreat um, was started about eight years ago. And at that time, the, um, project help for WMU was, um, PTSD and, um, a military. And, um, so the, the ladies who planned this retreat, um, you know, basically looked and said, what's our wheelhouse, our wheelhouse is women, but we also recognize that we want to do something with the military. And so they decided that, uh, that the military wives were what they were going to focus on because who takes care of the people with PTSD along with taking care of the children and the household and also often um, being a breadwinner at the same time. Right. Um, military wives wear so many hats, just as all moms and wives do. But at the same time, most of us don't have our husbands deployed for months at a time or um, having training for months at a time on a, uh, submarine <laughs> for <laughs> months at a time. And so, um, it, it's just kind of a recognition, a way to say, we see you, we see what you're doing. We see, um, we see your struggle, but we also see, wow, just how, how well you're doing yeah. with this. And we just want to give you some respite, yeah. a time to rest, a time to uh, be rejuvenated spiritually and physically, um, a time to learn and. Um, and a time to come together and so this year's retreat um i thought one of the interesting things was uh we had we started last year with um hosting a ptsd kind of um sharing time Mm -hmm. um where they could just kind of come together and and say what's going on and and um you know just get some prayer and just get some things off their chest as, Because not all of the mi- military wives husbands have PTSD. This was just a little breakout just for those who who are struggling with that yeah. in their lives. And um, what amazed me this year, I got to be a part of it and just listen to these ladies stories. And what amazed me was the help that they were to one another. Yeah these ladies who were new to it, who were, who were coming with new struggles, the women who had been struggling with it for a while, I uh, gave them resources and, 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 and ideas and uh, ways that they have coped in their own lives. Yeah. Um, it was, it was just amazing to see them. Uh, we, we come and we say, let us minister to you for a weekend, but here they were ministering to one another. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it was just such a special weekend. The volunteers for that retreat, um, they do, they lead crafts, they lead worship, they, um, they provide food and, and so many things. And, um, and so I'm just so thankful for them and to see how, um, God is working through our volunteers into the lives of these women, um, is, is a pretty awesome as well. So that was, that was my August. So we
1: had military wives in August and then we went into leadership training across the state. So we had several different leadership trainings, um, which is you, which is what I do. So we, but the good thing, I will say um, a lot of good things about our staff, but one of which is that we all go to each other's, we go to each other's things to help each other out. So we'll spread out. Some of us go help at military wives, the staff helps at trainings, any of the events we have, it's, it really is a team effort. And so, um, so Myself and the staff across the state in many different locations um, throughout the summer, August and September, where we did trainings, leadership trainings to train our church, our uh, missions leaders, Um, whether it's age level training, we do spiritual development sessions, we do a whole day of training, and so um, I am, I'm I always look forward to that because I get to lay eyes on the leaders and talk with them and hear about what's going on in their churches, hear about some of the challenges that are going on, Um, but it is just a time for us to pour back into them and to encourage them and to be able to see them face-to-face. We do the leadership luncheons every month, and so I get to see them that way, Um, but that's virtual, and I, I love that. I love it so much, but I love being able to be in person with them, talking with them, connecting with them. Um, you know, and just linking them to whatever resources we can to help, you know, equip them further in what they're doing in their churches and the things that they're mm-hmm. doing in their communities, and um, and just keep pouring back into them because it is hard um, to be a leader in any capacity, and whether you're leading children's ministry, whether you are. Um, you know, leading a women's ministry. And I mean, it, it just, it's, it's difficult sometimes to stay in it um, especially coming off of such a difficult time as we're coming, you know, out of COVID and and things looking so differently for so long. And um, so it was good to pour back into the leaders and be able, you know, to see that And Amanda
0: says that we come to help, but she invites me to these things and (laughs) I go and she never knows what's going to come out of my mouth. and it's usually going to be raising a ruckus. Like y- you don't want to have the room next to mine because we're going to be having noodle races and things like that, making people try strange things. I almost we killed a lady because I didn't post about <laughs> seafood allergies. Like who 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 knew to post about seafood allergies? In but everybody had one. <laughs>
1: if you ever go to one of Rebecca's conferences, you just need to know you, you are not going to go in there and sit. You better go in there knowing it is, inter- and it's interactive and it's fun. Um, but, that, but the, the leaders love it because it, it gives them, it's something new and fresh. And, um, you know, those are great ideas for them to take back to their own churches and whatever roles, you know, that they're, that they're doing. And so, um, I I, I love it, and um, you know, yeah, and that's
0: just something for for everybody in general who who is a a leader in a in a church or or whatever. Sometimes we can get stuck in a rut and not even realize we're in it.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: one of the things that I tell the ladies is we talk about at the beginning. We talked about the different learning styles, and I said mm-hmm. if you are a uh, you know a kinesthetic learner, a person who learns by moving, or or a tactile learner that learns by touching, that doesn't change when you're you know 40 50 60 right, on up you are uh-huh. still that kind of learner and for yeah. some reason that we often in churches think that the way that people have to learn is like you sit and receive listen to me and let's pray and um and so we just have to kind of challenge ourselves to make our teaching style bigger and and more comprehensive than that and um and I think our ladies yeah, they, you know, I had, I had an 85 year old lady, I think running with, with noodles and chopsticks. And so yeah. that's probably running like scissors. I could, there could have been like an, a double whammy there. I could have lost a lady from a seafood allergy and another one from stabbing herself with a <laughs> chopstick. It was but such a good, <laughs> I am, I am a, a
1: great, um, a great leader. We'll you like are. me, please. You are. Listen, we all have that's what makes the world go round in leadership. We all have our different leadership styles. And I will say, you know, doing the leadership trainings for me is is such a motivation. Um, because I, you know, each year sit down and dream up what I feel like God's put on my heart for leaders in our state and the opportunities to be able to work to provide them that's gonna help them and help them grow. But being able to be with them and to really hear <clears throat> some of the things that are going on, what challenges they're having, what encouragement do they really need? To me, that is a motivation for me to to keep going and to try to find things that will truly encourage them. Because um, it's one thing for me to sit here at a you know at my desk and think, well, this is what I think is going to work for them. Um, but to be able to be with them and to really truly hear. Um, you know, cause they're on the front lines of leading. And I think it's important to listen. If we want to, if we want to know how to serve our people better, we need to listen to our people, you know? <laughs> yes, definitely. So, so I, I love it for that reason, because it, it's motivation um, for me to just really keep going. So we had that all throughout the months of August and September. We, then we, um, we did, uh, I, I want you to talk about the prison retreat as much as you can. Now, there are some things that uh Becca can't like share about the uh, prison retreat, but she'll I, w- I want you to share a little bit about what that is because that is such um, I think, such a special ministry opportunity that we're able to provide. So, tell them about prison retreat because that happens usually, that's an annual thing, um, as well.
0: Well, uh, just like the um, military wise retreat, this started many moons ago um i'm not sure exactly how long ago exactly but i know that the volunteer who had been volunteering the longest with us had done it for 23 years so it started as, yeah yeah 23 year volunteer amazing like like, wmu retirement um wow like,
1: i was gonna say what sort of okay.
0: get? i don't think you need to <laughs> retire but i mean when you get to that that long in a ministry you kind of know the ins and outs of it wow. um but it was it was part of a project help um uh, which was 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 um, inmates i guess um at the time um women in prison and so um this retreat started with the idea um as far as I know, is to, it was almost, a, it was a ministry to women prisoners, but it was also something that they have to earn, and it is still that. Um, mm-hmm. They can't have any, uh, what they call infractions, uh, while before, during the year, um to be able to go, and so this year was my first year doing it. And, um, so needless to say, I was scared to death and not, not that I was scared of the the inmates or as they would call them offenders, as we call them guests. Right. Um, but I was so afraid that I was going to do something wrong that was going to cause the ministry to not be able to take place again. Like I was going to, I was going to have some kind of infraction and not do some kind of
1: paperwork or not get something in, or I just I had no idea how this looked. Um, And before you keep going back, because I I want to I want to say this uh, 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 for the people listening to kind of more understand and and for you because. This is not just an event that like Becca can just put on. Like sh- there, it's a whole process that she has to go through with our North Carolina prison system. The volunteers all have to have extensive background checks. There's a ton of paperwork involved in the planning piece of it. So it's not something that she can just, she doesn't just throw it together like willy nilly. Like it's, this is, this is months and months. The volunteers have to go through, um, specific training uh, you had to sit, go through the same training um so it's uh it, I say all that because it's a little different than like an event that we would put on say like a leadership training or or even with the military wives retreat at them so that's a little bit different so there is a little bit more of a i would say a stress level involved i think for you and was a, more of a stress level because of all those sort of extra hoops that you do have to go through to be able to even put it on to to begin with and mm-hmm you handled it very well I know on the inside and on the outside at times you were manic <laughs> but I it it was all gonna be fine and you did a great job with it
0: well you know if you if you invent something um or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or God inspires you to do something it's one thing because you have in your mind what this needs to look like but this right. is also something that has been going on for like 30 years yeah and um you don't want to mess that up. I know, I know. It is. Yeah. It's an investment of time. It's an investment of um of just paperwork duties, all those kinds of things, not even on my part, um, but on the part of the prison system right. and on the right. part of our volunteers. Mm-hmm. And um, so many of them are so heavily invested in this in so many ways. They you know, from the time they leave the retreat from this year they're already praying for next year's um guests who are going to be attending um but it is a a weekend that they earn well not really a weekend it's a 3-day retreat in the middle of the week that they earn also the um prison staff has to come with them so um so they have social workers and guards and um supervisors who come with them and um i tell you I, it, it is a totally different experience than the other retreats it, you know, the other retreats are special and wonderful in their own ways. Um, but when you know that, that you are three days of freedom for uh-huh. people who are incarcerated, it puts a heaviness on what you're doing. Yeah. And, 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 you know, also, um, this, this might be your one shot to share the gospel with, yeah. with these folks. Yeah. Um, it puts a, it puts another level of heaviness, but just the, the kindness of the, and affirmation of those who had been doing it for so long of our volunteers, um, you know, I was just a a nervous wreck and they just came in and, and, um, just really led me through every step, um, and probably covered up a lot of my mistakes that i didn't even know i was making they were probably going behind the scenes and and fixing but also our guests were just the most grateful and um and gosh open Mm -hmm. people that i have um, ministered to in a long time they are just you know coming from such a place of of want i would guess i would say not really want like i don't have my my basic needs met but spiritual want want of interaction yeah. with people outside of the prison walls and um so they have um, two worship services a day um they have recreation and crafts and um and then just there is a very heavy focus on our volunteers getting to spend one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, within not really one-on-one. Really, usually it's two-on-one or guard mm-hmm. and volunteer and a couple of um, mm-hmm. of guests. Um, but just um, you're not supposed to ask them what they are in in prison for because um, we don't want them to be defined. Uh-huh. by their mistakes in their past,
1: uh-huh.
0: but so many of them shared anyway, uh-huh. yeah, hearing their stories and, um, and just thinking, but for the grace of God, there go, I, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. how just one, one choice can change, can change everything. Yeah. And, um, and it just made me very, very grateful, um, for the home that I come from, because so many of them come from brokenness.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but also, it made me very grateful for the Christian Women's Job Corps, yeah. uh, which is another ministry of WMU, uh-huh. uh, because one of our speakers, her name is Tina Dial, uh, shared her testimony with with the young women, and her testimony is is that of, um, you know, being raised in a good home, but um, marrying a, a an abusive man, uh-huh. and basically walking out on her family, and um, getting involved in drugs and alcohol and um, running from the law yeah and yep. eventually um, trying to turn her life back around had to turn herself in to turn herself her life around Wow and um, she shared so many things with me along the weekend too that I, d- I just didn't know because I come from such a sheltered background myself. Um, like one of the things she told me was that when you go to prison, they don't give you anything like you get a blanket and you get your uniform you know you get your stuff for your room but they don't give you any like toiletries nothing you know you have a bar soap and that's kind of it you know because uh-huh. um we do we do the red box ministry and she's saying you know you can earn money and people can put money on your account but if you don't have anybody on the outside uh, you don't have any of that, and wow. and you can't lend to other people or give to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's an infraction. Sharing mm-hmm. is an infraction in the prison system,
1: Wow. Uh, which yeah. seems
0: crazy, but I I know that there is uh a, you know major reasons for that.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyway, she shared that um, you know she spent a I think she said a year and a half in prison, um, and. Coming out of of that situation was connected with Christian Women's Job Corps, and they helped her to uh, get her degree. Um, she got a degree and a master's degree within wow. um, within five years. Wow! And, um, so. Because of her willingness to to put in the work and Christian Women's Job Corps volunteers coming along beside her and encouraging her and helping her along the way, yeah. uh, she is now a licensed clinical social worker. Um, so she is she is there trying to uh, change the system, change the circumstances for people um, who come from similar ba- backgrounds to herself. Yeah. And, um, so she works for a hospital and uh, in with one-on-one with, with patients who, who need that counseling and care before they end Mm -hmm. up in prison. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's just a story of redemption. And I, and I think that all of the stories of the women who are, are there, um, Mm -hmm. can be stories of redemption, um, you know, spiritually and for some physically. Um, but one of the ladies at the end of the retreat, um, came to me after, um, and said, I just want you to know that in this place, for the first time in my life, I felt like I could breathe and let my guard down. Wow. And, said, and I just am, I'm just so worried because I'm going back to the real world and I can already mm-hmm. feel those walls going back up. Yeah. Yeah you know, we just don't know where people are coming from, um, yeah. but God does. And he puts just the right people in, in, in their paths and that every part of your story, God can use. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that it will hurt along the way and we'll make mistakes along the way. Uh, but every step along the way he is, he is, he's with us and yeah. we just have to acknowledge it and, and reach out. Mm-hmm. So um, that was, that was the prison retreat.
1: Wow. It's such a special time. And I, I love that the the women are called are, are called your guest. I, you know, I mean that I think there's so many um special things about that but I think and truly it's it's a nod to the volunteers who come and 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 to you and to you as well but it's a team effort um but that from the moment truly that those women step on the grounds uh, for the retreat it, they they are they're loved on and um and made to feel just welcomed and I
0: would just encourage people um our listeners um you know you may not be a part of a wmu group but you are welcome to be a volunteer with us anytime with any of our ministries and Mm -hmm. this is such a a special ministry i i would encourage you to volunteer with us Uh, we would be glad to have you yes um because it is it is it's holy ground you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. um, God is working, and if you want to be a part of that and seeing God's redemption in action,
1: mm-hmm. um, come volunteer with us. So you go from prison retreat, you go on vacation, you come back from vacation, and immediately you go into Children's Missions Day, which is so fun and, um, and so I know you'll tell tell them a little bit about what that is. And then because for those of you listening and you live in North Carolina and uh, you'll you'll hear, I mean, she's still got dates coming up for those of, you know, the one that is, there's one that's passed, but there are two other dates that are coming up. So tell them about Children's Missions Day because um, it, as we say in the South, it's a hoot and a holler. It is so fun. It's just a
0: fun day. It is so fun. So our theme this year for um, Children's Missions Day um, is all around Africa. And so at Camp Lunda Vista, uh, what we tried to do was create kind of a um, cultural immersion for the children. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, so our our speaker um, for the children was um, Dr. Caleb Biladapo from Campbell University. He is the professor of missiology there, but he was also uh, my professor um, in seminary and I was his TA. Uh-huh. And he is from Nigeria, and he shared so many beautiful stories with our class uh, when I was in school that I, I just wanted our children to hear those stories. And uh, so he he shared with them basically the story of growing up in Nigeria for himself. And one of the things that I just loved is how God will just tie everything together. Because before I left for the children's retreat and I was packing up, Amy Boone our executive director gave me all of these um nickels for nets boxes um which is a mi- ministry of uh, by sweet sleep um international mm-hmm. and you collect nickels uh to buy malaria nets in Africa and she said this is something I really believe in and here take these boxes and, and you know I had I I I, did, I was not aware of the ministry before that I knew that there were such ministries existed right. um but anyway, his first story, he, he started his story once upon a time, there was a one-year-old baby in Nigeria and the baby was very, very sick and the baby had malaria. And, um, he told the story that, that his, he, he doesn't tell the children that the story is about him, but I'm telling you, he, he shares that he almost, he almost died and yeah. that his mother had lost two other children, um, and she said, she went to her sister across the village and said, I can, I I cannot, another baby cannot die in my arms. Mm. So he gave, she gave the baby to put the baby in here, her sister's arms, and the sister went out to the middle of the village and held the baby up to the sky and said, Lord, save this baby. And she cried out to God, literally cried out, yelled to God, Lord, save this baby. And, and, and she said the village the whole vill he said the whole village woke up and came to the center of the village where she was pr- holding up this baby and praying. And they prayed with her. And um the baby lived. I mean, this was basically a lifeless baby in her arms and and the baby. You know, um, began to improve, and and that story of that baby, you know, goes right on along until he is a doctor of missiology, yeah, yeah, and a professor and teaching and t- training who knows how many students at this point wow. to live on mission. Um, so it was just the kids yeah. were were just enthralled by his stories. He came in his full Nigerian, um, cl- you know, clothing yeah. and the hat and all of that, and they love that and. And then Patrick and Pauline uh, Waratu from uh, North Raleigh International Baptist Church brought their children. The children sang and danced, and then they, and uh-huh. then Patrick and Pauline led the cultural exploration part, where the kids heard African folk tales and they got to uh-huh. do try the baby wearing like yeah. they do in Africa and and and, and all kinds of fun. African things to try Mm -hmm. and then um, you know they they did some uh, they cooked jollof rice from Nigeria and made a craft and played some African games and so it was just it was a fun time and it was really funny because um, my niece I asked the kids at the end, how many of you figured out that that baby was Dr. Lodipo? And, you know, some of them raised their hands and some of them didn't. And so I, my niece was there and I was, she was riding back with us from the day. And, and I said, what was, what was your favorite part? And she said, well, I really liked the games. She said, but I didn't like the story that man told. I was so worried that baby was going to die. Oh. <laughs> <was> like, oh, <laughs> she definitely was one of those that did not pick up that that was Dr. Oh. So <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, but it it was a really really special day, and the children were just precious, and we had just the best time together. So, um, I would Im- I would invite you to join us if you are if you are in the mountain region. Uh, we're doing it next weekend in the mountains at, at Truett Camp, and then if you are towards the coast, we're going to be doing it in May. Mm-hmm. And Patrick and Pauline will be back to lead all of those things. Um, so it's just
1: going to be a blast. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. We'll put the uh, link there and the show notes for you to click on to find out more information about that and locations and dates and all that. Um, but it is it's a super fun day if you can ever go if you take your kids. Um, you know we do have children's uh, children's group leaders that will bring their groups, um, but you can also just come as a parent with your kids as a grandparent. Um, it's it's fun. It's truly really fun for everybody. So. Um, so that is just like a small snippet and that's just like the events. That's not even all the day to day things that have been going on around here. So it has been super busy. Um, and as we look, you know, more towards the fall, um, I I was thinking about this the other day, which is totally random, but I was thinking about how much I love the month of November. (laughs) I was thinking about like, as we're in October and I love October, but October is still so busy to me. Like it's, um, lots of things happening at school with kids and lot, you know, there's just a lot of things going, going on. Um, And so November to me is almost like a little uh, breather month before we sort of get into the holidays. And, um, and it's just, uh, I don't know. I just, I just love that month. And of course uh, now I love it even more because um, my baby is going to be one year old next month, which is just crazy to me. Um, And so, yeah, so I, I, a lot of things, a lot of uh, things that I love about November, but I want to talk about Mom Camp because Mom Camp is coming up in November, and um, uh, so for anybody that's listening, uh, that you're here in the states with us, and if you happen to not be in the states, we want you to hear about this anyway because this might be something that you could do in your own state, <laughs> um, and and some way uh, that uh, you can um, minister to mothers. So let's talk about Mom Camp because um, so last year was first year that you ever did it. Um, and it was such a fun weekend retreat time. I actually I led a conference, but I did it through video because I was very pregnant, and, and it was like I think it was like a week before I had um, Shelby. So, um, uh, so this year I get to be there in person, which I'm really really excited about. So, talk, let's talk about Mom Camp. Let's talk about what it is and sort of what um, what the women who sign up are going to be doing and what the purpose of it is. All the things. So um
0: mom camp is a time for the kids for, for the moms whose kids get to go to camp every year and have all the fun uh, to actually come and have have their own blast <laughs> at camp. Um no, I'm just kidding. It is that. It is that, yeah. but it is it is more than that. Um it's kind of started out of um unawareness that um so many people are coming from church plants and new church situations, um, even mega church situations mm-hmm. where um Christian, uh, missions education, um, is, is not necessarily a, um, uh, key part of, um, what they do, um, as far as, especially for children.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so that is something that's missing in a lot of churches. And if our children don't learn about missions, if they don't miss, meet missionaries, it's my belief that, um, You know, how will they know they want to be that? How will they recognize that call to missions if they haven't experienced it? And so um, and we know that God works in a thousand million different ways to call people. But I know my personal experience as a child, I felt my calling after meeting a missionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, my calling to to missions work and to uh, work here at WMU uh, began when I was eight years old, and a missionary from the Philippines, I mean from Chile, came and spoke um, to my missions education class, my um, my girls in action group, and so um, so many churches don't have that in in their in their DNA anymore. So the idea was. Moms are going to have to be the missions leaders in their homes, mm-hmm. and so it's a weekend of um, moms getting to get away, but moms also learning how can I be a missions leader in my home? Yeah. How can I um, make missions a part of the DNA of my family? Mm-hmm. And um, and so last year our theme was uh, lead like a mother, mm-hmm. and we talked about Deborah and how, um, and and her following the call and leading the call to battle and how we were, it was almost like we were going into battle for the Lord. And and then this year, our theme, uh, it's going to be November 11th, 12th, and 13th. And our theme is Feels Like Home. Mm -hmm. And the idea is um, that missions would be such a normal, part of our everyday lives in our homes that when our children are um, are grown and um, you know off, off on their own, that uh, they will recognize those missional moments and they will feel as normal and and they can be as responsive to them because it feels as normal as home.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know that it wouldn't be something huge um, to to be evangelistic um, and missional in your life that it would be, the normal your normal upbringing uh-huh. so our uh, sp- keynote speaker is joy knupp and um she is um just a uh, she's she's well known within the uh, i think christian children's ministry circuit talking about uh, prioritizing ourselves things as ministers but she's going to be talking to us about some really practical ways to prioritize missions in our homes and uh, then we're going to have Wilson worship there they they did a beautiful job last year just the best husband and wife team and then we also have um you know zip lining and bazooka ball seeing those moms come at each other with um weaponry uh which is you know soft soft uh it's kind of like paintball but soft soft balls yes yeah, yeah and um and you know last year there was axe throwing like it's those camp things that make camp like camp Um, but also um breakout classes on mothering
1: you're going to be leading one about Anger because I am mad as mamas. You want to talk about that? Yeah. I mean, so um I'm going to, yeah, the session that I'm going to be leading is like when we feel really big feelings as mothers, and we're going to talk about anger. We're going to go through a little bit of talking about anxiety. What do we do when we are overwhelmed? Um, We're going to talk about um, really learning what our triggers are as, as mothers. So um, I would have not thought that anger was something I would have struggled with as a mother. And I'm going to share a little bit about my testimony in the session. We're going to talk about what happens when we feel those big feelings as mothers, what do we do with them? How does that affect us as missional leaders in our homes? Um, and, you know, I was thinking about, um, mom camp and how special it is and I have a sign um, that hangs in my house that says the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and um, I think a lot of times you know we we think of uh, we love we love our families we love our our home lives I think and um, but we think we're supposed to be out there doing these big ginormous things for God and it's got to look like this and we need to have it look like that. And it needs, you know, we need to be on the stage or we need to have, you know, we need to have this platform and the platform that we have is right there within the walls of our home. And that, that is such an important ministry work. Um, and we, you know, you and I talk about it, all the time about motherhood being a mission field. And I think at the, the weekend that we have at mom camp is a chance for us to unpack that a little bit more. Um, you know, what that looks like for, for each of us. Um, but, you know, that that'll be something that we look at, um, in that session is how, how, how does that, um, how does feeling those things as a mother, what do we do with that? And how does that affect us as missional leaders mm-hmm. within our home? So, um, that's a breakout session and tell me, tell me what the other ones are. Cause I know there's, there's several really good ones. Um, there's one
0: called you're doing
1: a good job <laughs> because so many moms feel like they're getting it
0: wrong and that they're yes. doing all the things wrong. And so that's going to be kind of just, um, an affirmation of things are hard, but yeah. you can do it and you yeah. are doing a better job than you realize. Yeah. Um and and just about the reliance on the Lord uh, yeah. for the for the unknown in motherhood. Um, uh, we're gonna have Amy Boone, our executive director, is gonna lead one on uh raising uh, missional kids and some tips for for how to um you know excite our get our kids excited about missions. Yeah. Um, and, um, we're also going to have one for special needs moms kind of, and it's called the, um, the, the heavy backpack, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're just talking about what a, a lot the, the mothers and families of special needs children carry. And it's just a time for them to take off their backpack and take off their burden for, for a little while and just, um, be able to share and, um, and learn together. Yeah. Um, because I think that'll be a situation similar to the military wives PTSD breakout group that they'll be able to share resources with one another yeah. and um, my mother is going to be helping to lead that she was a special needs educator and uh, cool, principal yeah. of a school for special needs children uh, for many years and then Miss Vicky, she she um, raised a special needs daughter and she is the funniest human being on the planet. So um, she's going to be a joy for those ladies. Right. And then I'll be sharing on um, Sabbath rest and um, call, it's called Odium Sanctum. And um, so many times we as moms don't get Sundays to rest because we're leading and we're getting the kids dressed and getting ready for school the next day and all the things that's, that actually Sunday ends up being one of our most stressful days yeah. and how we need to take that time um, at Odium sanctum means like a sacred, a sacred time, a sacred, sacred hour um, in our lives once a week, just to reconnect with God and to refill our cups because we can't, we can't serve from an empty cup. Yeah. um, Those are, those are our breakouts.
1: And your meals are covered, your lodging is covered in your costs. So those are not things you're having to worry about. I mean, when, when you're there, it, it's a time for, for you to get poured back into as a mother. So, you know, a lot of times um, we, you know, we have to make all the arrangements before we go somewhere and we have to get everybody situated, but um, you know, when you just you're get, pouring... all get the babysitter and we'll do the rest. Yeah, exactly. When you pull up um, on, onto those grounds, um, it's about you and um so there's a lot we'll have and with a lot of other fun surprises and things like that that come up along the way and um so we're, we're looking forward to that so that will be that's coming up in november um as you well can so register for that right now at wmunc.org and we'll put we can click on the link in the show notes too to register for that if I mean, you can bring a group of your uh, girlfriends with you, um, but you also—I promise you—if you come by yourself, we'll make friends. Um, Becca and I will both be there. We will sit with you while you eat. We will, <laughs> we will be with you. I'm as telling well. you, it was like mom
0: set free last <laughs> last time. It was like these mobs were like, ah, what do I do with myself right now? And it was just, it was hilarity everywhere. Yeah, I know happy to be there and um and they are just so good to one
1: another and so nobody's a stranger that's right that's right that's right, and so, um, so yeah, come join us for that. Like I said, come by yourself, come with a group, whatever you would like to do. Um, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, I think it's going to be a great weekend, and again, just such a special time together. So, um, so we, yeah, this I say say tell you all of this because um, we love showing up in this space with you. We love having these conversations. Um, we are. I'm. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not going to promise we're going to do better. We we are. Uh, that's our goal. <laughs> We're going to do, we're We're going to do what we do, but just just so you know when we're not showing up here these are the things that are going on outside that um so but um and, and I think hopefully you can be a part of next year, things that you year, year can be a part of exactly exactly and that's what we wanted to have this episode be about was you know of course we want to tell you all the exciting things that have happened and that are going on but also to encourage you like you can be a part of this stuff as well um and plenty of opportunities uh for the rest of the year and coming up next year we have got some fun exciting things coming for 2023 um i i'm really looking forward to a lot of the things that are on the calendar so um there's just yeah
0: november 10th we're moving like we are completely moving offices so if you want to just show up and help us move like we will take you we're not gonna turn you down we will not you know just come on we'll get we'll hand you something and you can you can walk it somewhere it,
1: it. <laughs> It, you, you will, we can, there's a box that will go somewhere and things, but, uh, it's, it's going to be different, not coming here to our current office and, and going, um, you know, and going to a different place and, um, you know, but it's, uh, joining a larger a team,
0: thing. you know, that's already well, in the, we, we are moving into the Baptist State Convention building. Um, they have very generously allowed us to, uh, use their building, um, and, um, have just been so kind to us in in allowing us to move into that space and um, just knowing that that we're going to be sharing resources and that missions will be um, will be stronger for the move Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just such
0: a great thing Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it is so lots um, exciting things that happen lots to look forward to and um, yeah so um, we are we're gonna come back to you as soon as we can (laughs) but give us some grace as we get through this um and like you said we'll be sharing uh, we'll be sharing a wall so um you just never know what um I feel like one day I am going to come into my office and you're going to have carved a hole <laughs> <laughs> it's happening it is happening
0: it's happening you're like you're let's have like, a secret like, knock I'm like let's, let's have, have a hole
1: in the wall, wall. <laughs> we'll have to do like the tell the old telephone game you know where we used to like do the stringing yeah. and the that's the gaps there we'll have a tube with cups on the <laughs> yeah. end
0: Just just for us. It'll be fine. I'll start with the small pinhole that we can put our tube
1: through.
0: (laughs) Oh God, that's a second snort. this podcast. I'm leaving
1: it in. I'm leaving it
0: in. Oh.
1: Well, y'all, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being faithful and meeting us here in this space. We sure do love it. And uh and I sure hope we get to do it more frequently um because we do love it so much. But um Thank you for listening to us. And uh, yeah, we look forward to being back with you again, uh, updating you on some uh, lots of things, other things going on and things happening. So we will meet you back here very soon.